We are Michael Vesey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. More importantly, you are the owner of a thriving online business and you want to become the best e-commerce leader you can be. We're here to get you there. For show notes with links and resources mentioned today and for other GC resources like downloads, just visit our blog, theecommerceleader.com. Hey folks, we are in the middle of a discussion at The E-Commerce Leader between Jason and myself about e-commerce masterminds, which I've been running for several years and Jason and Kyle are now starting to run themselves because they've partly, you know, seen what's been going on here. And I think they realize how fantastic it could be for their clients. So we're going to keep discussing really the ways in which you as a mastermind member can you know, really benefit the most. And I think there's actually some pretty seriously powerful stuff. As I said in the beginning of the last podcast episode, Napoleon Hill himself mentioned this. It's not just my idea and it's not just my experience either. I know other people who've found a lot of power and, and growth come from Mastermind. So worth listening, worth thinking about this as a powerful mechanism, a very enjoyable mechanism as well for, for really you know, accelerating your growth as an e-commerce leader. Enjoy the show. Okay, good. What else? How else do we optimize or maximize the participation in a mastermind well i think the third way is the vague way of putting it is to get inspired but i think more precisely you should be observing what works and then mm-hmm. you know considering whether it might work for you and your business and again um talking about having the right peer group if you've got somebody who's doing um 10 million dollars a year on a must on, on amazon and you try copying it if you're doing you know five hundred thousand dollars a year that will not be a good idea so mm-hmm. there are certain or at least you could aspire to to that in two or three years which is an excellent aspiration to have so it has use but in the end copying i think there's that that piece is very good for inspiration but actually what's going to move you is copying the piece of the puzzle that the person who's in the next rung mm-hmm. has got so i think that's really you know the, the, the clean way of putting it is not just being inspired but actually finding copyable models or copyable yeah. methods that you can implement I love that. I totally agree with that. And and I think it's part of the mastermind experience that I've been a part of is you get inspired but you because you what you learn about the people in the mastermind is you see strengths in them in areas that you have weakness. And you know all of us have a whole set of strengths and weaknesses that we bring to our own party. And when you're in a mastermind, you can observe other people crushing it or or failing sometimes. And you say to yourself, what is their weakness? What is their strength? And I think that type of inspiration to me is really powerful because you get to see insight into someone else's technical skill or attitude or behavior that leads to their success. And and, and so to me, that's part of the power of being in a small group mastermind. I think the, the thing that you mentioned a moment ago about the goals and having goals, some masterminds can be real, I don't know, slimy or like if you're in a mastermind and there's a person who gold drops like, Oh, I'm trying to like, you know, hire my 43rd person or, Oh, we're, we're trying to pass 10 million. That always feels to me very like gross. Like it's like, it's a status. It's projecting status. It's trying to, it's trying to establish status in a group. And, and that masterminds can be a downside for that. If there's a member who's not socially conscious, uh, conscious of what they're doing and who don't realize the power of their words negatively. And so, but, but the upside of it is if people are in integrity saying, you know, I got this goal. And what I found that happens is I'll say that 
and then I'll ask people for their advice. And then I go about my merry way and literally live my life and do my work. And and then I forget about that short-term challenge or problem or whatever. And then somebody will ask me about it like four months later or six months later, hey, how's it going with that thing? And I'll be like, oh yeah, that was a problem. And sometimes they ask me and I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't done anything. I have taken no action. I've not fixed the problem. I'm, ig- I'm ignoring it. <laughs> and other times I'll be like, oh yeah, that was, that was fixed. And But it, what it does is it slows down your goal setting and pacing and it gives you an external reference where people will come back and say, how did you do? And it, it's really, really helpful that way. So anyway, all that to say on the goal setting piece, I think it is, there's nuance there. It's there not as nuance. clear. As like what I would say is from experience, and I'm sure that I could manage this more, but the, the difference between a coach and a, a mastermind is very interesting because I think yeah. a coach is probably a better mechanism for holding yourself accountable yeah. in a very direct way. What I think happens indirectly though in a mastermind is is organically waves go through the group if you're established for long enough that, that people will try this thing and after six months to get some results, and sometimes it takes six months to get, if it's SEO or something, sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a while or, or influencer marketing and complex things that take building relationships and building, you know, and in the Amazon space, by the way, these are shocking concepts for anything to take more than two weeks. You yeah, know, so sure. you know the grown-up people are actually trying to make you know longer-term plays. And what happens, I've found, is that people will go, "Oh, that's really interesting. That's been working really well." And then people will start copying it, and then other people will start copying it. So, for example, SEO for your own website off Amazon has been a wave that's kind of swept through one of the masterminds that run that that uh, like four or five out of whatever twelve people have started doing that now, and and it becomes an organic point of mm-hmm. focus. Yeah. And then, of course, there's certain things that affect entire industries, like um, trying to export from the UK to Europe mm-hmm. is a, her, been a horrendous, horrendous problem for the whole of uh, 2021 so far and is gradually getting going from horrendous to just poor or bad. And yeah. that's been a real focus organically. So to some extent, I like it, you can't help, you know, ending it's, up with some of the same focuses. In the it's group. almost like herd goals. Like, oh, we're, goals, all moving, exactly. we're all moving to Walmart. Are you coming? Yeah. Like, oh, oh, we're all... We're all launching our text messaging marketing. Are you coming? Like, it's kind yeah. of interesting that way. And it's not like, uh, hey, you have to t- have this done by next Tuesday. It's just like, hey, here's what everybody's doing, you know? Yeah, but the diff. And by the way, the difference between that and uh, following podcasts or massive Facebook groups or, or social media generally or, or whatever is it's not being led by some mugster trying to sell some cool mm-hmm. fad. Right, we, right, what right. we're seeing is, is kind of a slower burn, but mm-hmm. real insider track on the results. Like and I think that's different. Yeah, and that's one of the biggest values is that I, mm-hmm. I normally say it's a mastermind now. Look, you guys are like three to six months ahead of the market, which which in the Amazon world is fast. It, yeah. You know, it is a lot. That's like mm-hmm. uh, two years in the normal world, maybe. So yeah, and the other thing I wanted to say just quickly about the skill set thing you mentioned is if the mastermind convener is doing their job well, they'll interview everyone before they come in, and they'll try and audit the skill set so you know mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. person is amazing at marketing. They got twenty years of branding experience. This person's got yeah. a mechanical engineering degree. And and then you can sort of call people out when you're having a discussion about product dev, say, yeah, what do you think so? And so you've got a mechanical engineering degree. What do you do in your day job? Ah, well, I did this, this, this. And then you can pull the value out that's in, in there already. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so any other way to maximize benefit? You, I think you've got a big one. Yeah. You like to, a big concept share with, share yeah, with us I, this one. I, I really think that the core of a mastermind is is the hot seat for each person, whether it's okay. each week or each month or whatever, but certainly very regularly. And then group, you know, articulating, and even this is a challenge in itself, is a meta challenge to articulate your problems cleanly and concisely and with good analysis of what the problem is. And sometimes people aren't very good at that. And therefore the problem becomes, how do I articulate my problems? 
but I find that the more you know, more experienced and, and, and quality entrepreneurs are clear about the problems. They've tried some solutions and they just want to either reality check what they're thinking of or they just run out of answers and they just articulate the problem and then people brainstorm what they've done. And that is where the core value is in the mastermind. I think this is just the super valuable piece at the, at the heart of our work. That hot seat idea. Now, you've yeah. done this mastermind thing for a long time. They're local. And your mastermind is interesting to me because it's local people in London that you do a local meetup, right? I mean, COVID, mm. notwithstanding COVID type issues, but not really local. Prior to, well, explain Either. it to us then. More. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's I not mean, virtual so much. But. No, it's not virtual. Well, it is virtual for the last year. And yeah. So, okay. so let, let's take three parts. Pre COVID. I mean, yeah. Past, <laughs> present, future. So, the past pre COVID was that we met in London, but yeah. it wasn't just local. People traveled a long way to join it because okay. they found it valuable. There's a lady who flew in from Barcelona. There's a guy who comes in from somewhere in the Netherlands. Um, there are various people that came from the north of England, so several hundred miles, which in the UK is a long sure. way, like okay. in California. Good that's point. popping up for breakfast. What's happened online is obviously that's been a lot easier for people who are coming internationally. What we're going to do going forward, I think, and this could be a, a blend that a lot of people will find themselves in, is a mixture of online and then meeting mm -hmm. regularly, but not necessarily monthly, because yeah. I think hotel prices are going to go sky high, yeah. travel costs are going up, and you still got that lingering COVID uncertainty hanging over yeah. everything. So, okay, so my question in that regard was, you do this like in the in that context, then with this hot seat idea. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit more about like it, what, what works in the hot seat dynamic, what's weird or doesn't work. Like how, how do you maximize the opportunity to be the Ask person in the hot seat and how yeah. do you be a good contributor to help someone who is in the hot seat? Great. Well, without revealing all of our secret sauce, but yeah, sure, joking sure. apart, yeah. the the most important thing is clarity. If you are asking for help with a problem, the most important thing is to come having clarified the problem in simple terms and come prepared if you can. And a lot of my guys come prepared with spreadsheets and, and data because it's a very data-driven space, e-commerce, which is, by the way, why and man, I've been in spaces with you know life coaches and coaches and nothing wrong with that, but that's yeah. such a different world. Right. Um, it's almost got no value, some of the stuff. But Anyway, so so in the e-commerce world, it's data-driven, and so they come with data. But here's what I would say: Don't give me the the labour pains. Just give me the baby, as a business coach of mine used to say, Dan Bradbury. <laughs> what does that mean? How so do you, mean it's, do you I don't need to that? hear the last uh, a ten minute. If you've got a thirty minute slot to share, yeah. in, and that would be generous but possible, it, then don't give me you know ten minutes explaining the history mm -hmm. of how you got here. And people who are very analytical minded, and many of us in e-commerce are, have a very poor habit of giving the exact history of everything. And mm -hmm. what you need to give is a thirty to one minute executive summary of the problem then shut up and wait for intelligent people to say in order to answer that question i want to know a b and c and then you can say glad you asked that click click open mm -hmm. your laptop and here's the data and then shut up again and listen for the response that's the most important thing i can say i've seen people on yeah. both ends of that equation and uh, the people who ramble on for ages about their problem i will normally intervene gently after a few minutes and say okay yeah. so if you're looking for help with a problem may i suggest that you summarize it in two or three simple sentences so again, that's, that's a, where the art of a facilitator comes a in. You know? Powerful art of facilitation. So then <laughs> flip it around though. So have you seen people who excel at speaking into people's life or business? What, what stands out in terms of being an amazing like helper? To the I can totally person. speak to that. I, I would say yeah. the first thing to avoid the classic error is if you're new to the mastermind, you, you feel this terrible, I've been there, you feel this terrible urge to contribute, to show you're yeah. worth something. And and I would just say, I get it, but just try and resist the urge to speak for the sake of it. If you are talking about product development and you're lousy at product development, just just, mm -hmm. just say, you could say, like, uh, I suppose I experienced a similar problem, so I'd be very interested to hear the answer. So you can acknowledge the fact you're there. Yeah. But then, you know, if you don't know much about an area... That's okay. It's cool. I mean, the value of listening is also good because 
you know, there may be something that comes up later in the, in the meeting or in the Facebook group and a sort of continuation of the discussions where you can really contribute. So that's the most important thing. And then the other thing is, again, try to be sort of laser targeted with your answers insofar as you can in a short space. It's, mm-hmm. it's not like you're becoming part of their company and can spend all day on a problem. Yeah. But if they've given you an overview and you need more information to give an answer, just ask them for the information. If they don't have it, then that's the next thing they need. Okay, go gather this information. That in itself is very valuable. So those I are love the two it. things. Yeah, so it's I, I guess so to speak wisely and to sound like the sage or the guru <laughs> speaking into people's business, pick your shots carefully. Don't shoot it. Don't don't you know shoot at everything. To just really yeah. speak into your own real strengths and do it succinctly. Yeah, that's yeah. And also advice. Do, don't don't you know diagnosis without prescription is malpractice. Yeah. So don't, you know, sorry, prescription without diagnosis. So in other words, if you need more information to to tell people good advice, then mm-hmm. then you know say that and if yeah. they don't have the information to hand yeah. that could be an ongoing discussion uh, through the facebook group which we often use the other thing is try, don't worry about trying to be a sage stop trying mm-hmm. to appear like a guru with your peers okay just good be point here forget you know that i mean it's just yeah. like relax and just accept that you're there to get value from people and yeah. contribute value but you don't have to appear like some expert that's not why you're there and you relax about that and the earlier you relax about that the more value you bring, ironically, good point. in experience. It, good point. This is such an interesting group dynamic because all these little weird things come into our minds. Status and the group, yeah. you know, who, who, you know, like respect and all those things yeah. are a real part. Okay, so let's talk about a few other little, you know, a couple different ways to maximize benefit of a, of a mastermind. We already talked about accountability, I think, of different kinds and how people can come back and circle back to the idea of what you talked about and then ask you about it. I think there's there's wisdom in that. Final other ideas, anything else that stands out to you? I, I think one of the things that people get obsessed about is setting goals for the future and then working towards them. And so we should. But one of the massive values, especially for an owner operator of a business who's in it all day, is to take out one day a month or half a day a month or whatever it is and just step back from that and reflect on experience because I, here's the thing that wisdom is underrated <laughs> in in life like intelligence being quick being clever is is overrated in the sort of i think the internet marketing driven space shall we say including e-commerce and here's the thing a lot of business truths and business models turn out to be very very lasting and they say the following that i think they say wisdom comes from experience experience comes from bad judgment <laughs> so i think the missing piece from that saying is I think wisdom comes from reflecting on experience. Yeah. And I think a mastermind can be really powerful for that, particularly if you're ex- reflecting on, should we say, instead of wins, you have your learnings, i.e. you spent $100,000 on some product mm-hmm. and it all went down the pan and some horrible things happen or you've got your account suspended as somebody did just the other week in our mastermind. Reflecting on how that happened so the other people don't have to go through that pain yep. is super valuable for the other members. And it's a kind of not exactly business therapy for you, but you certainly need to process it and, and learn the learnings from tough lessons sometimes. Man, that is such sage advice, honestly, because all of us, I think, pack our, well, the the doers amongst us, those that are, you know, you call yourself a workaholic or just, you know, kind of a task oriented or whatever. We tend to fill our lives with next steps, next lists, next to do's, things that are undone. And the wisdom to have a structured, systematic way to slow down have to explain yourself to others and actually explain what happened, particularly if it's a problem or challenge, like here's how it broke. 
Yeah. That's really valuable time. Honestly, you probably yeah. will learn more and grow more in the moments in which you're not doing your next thing. You're reflecting on your last thing and gaining insight and wisdom. That's It's just really important. And I never really thought about a mastermind prompting that. But you're right. They totally do. I mean, the thing is, to your point earlier as well, there are two really powerful things that happen. One is when you really get you know, knocked about by life. They say experience is the best teacher and best in the sense of most honest and you learn the most, yes, but mm -hmm. super painful sometimes. And, yeah. uh, you know, like a, a member of the Mastermind, uh, you know, a while ago had a, oh, was about a $2 million a year account suspended for 14 days. That was yeah. a horrendous experience, but he came back and talked it through. And yeah. he's not the first person I've worked with who's had an account suspension and you need to learn the lessons. And it's so important to process that and to learn the lessons because you paid the price. So you might as well learn yeah. the lesson and sometimes people you know to bury your head in the sand about it is is sometimes tempting because it's so painful and that's not the way to learn and grow and then for the other people in the mastermind grow but to your point earlier which you made which is a really great insight of course that's a huge bonding experience because everyone thinks there that for the grace of god go i and we're on the same boat the same vulnerability and, and that's, that's a huge bonding thing as well and that, yeah, it becomes then, this is the thing that we talked about, and this is the thing that's emerging for me that I hadn't consciously articulated, that the subtle sort of group dynamics, which are more emotional, and as you said, there's some status, there's there's a respect need, that sort of, it, it's a subtle thing to, to, to get to work. It's much more subtle than a coach-coachee kind of relationship, which is right. more straightforward. I mean, there are dynamics there, of course, but yeah. it, it, but in the end, if you get it right, then you have a, a wonderful combination of uh, a bonded group of people who feed each other wisdom are a sounding board and also a sort of processing board as well. And yeah, and yeah it all goes together in the end. It all blends in together. Ah, I love it, man. Uh, this has just been a fantastic conversation. Hopefully everyone's gotten as much benefit out of it as I personally have, because it's made me think a lot about masterminds I've been a part of and also ones we're running currently and how to really try to set them up for uh, optimal outcomes for the participants. And so thank you. I mean, your insights on this stuff is really, really meaningful and sage advice on all this stuff. You can tell you've been doing it for a long time and thought about it and had good insights in it. So great conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. If it helps, I'm going to just quickly summarize what the, the points we've talked about today. I think, first of all, what, what is a mastermind? I hope we've talked about that. I think it's there's nothing wrong with joining a big group. That can be extremely powerful. I'm a member of one myself right now for, for not e-commerce strictly, but for the coaching business. And that's really powerful. And it's group coaching. And that is not a mastermind. Neither is a, a small group, as you said, where we're not really sharing openly. And yeah, I, I think the best ways to use it would be, first of all, make sure you choose a mastermind aligned with your needs. You've had some pretty unfortunate experiences there and, and you're not the only person that might, some of my clients come to me with a similar experience. Getting the goals out is a subtle one, but I think that's something that I, I need to work on with my mastermind. But it, being inspired by and emulating successful people really works, I think, quite organically. And that's just important to, to keep showing up. If you join a mastermind, you don't show up, by the way. I don't think this magic stuff's going to happen. And then the big one, the hot seat. And then finally, as part of that, but overall, reflecting and learning from experience. That those are the ways I would use a mastermind that, that I've seen yeah really benefit the, the the members i mean a lot i mean it's it's a very powerful thing and it's a very organic thing as well it's whenever i try and market my masterminds i'm just it's taken me ages to try and articulate the value because i see great stuff happening and i can feel the vibe but to try and put that yeah. in a bottle and to to sell that is a bit like trying to market a beer or something you kind of have to taste it you yeah. know and that's what i would say is if you, if you haven't been a part of a really good mastermind before join one and that's mm -hmm. the only way you're really going to know whether it's for you i think yeah 
No, I love that. Well, and obviously we run these, so let's leave everyone with just insight into like follow-up next steps. If people want to know more about your mastermind program, how do they tap into that, learn about it? What, you know, what, what, what they do to connect with you to go forward? Well, they go to theamazonmastermind.com. Now, caveat is that, to my shame, I haven't really dealt with updating the website for the COVID situation because it seemed so okay. uncertain I just left it. So yeah. this explains how things used to work in the physical face-to-face meeting context. Yeah. And what I would say to anyone is that it's actually mostly online now with probably three, maximum four meetings a year going forward. So don't let that be a barrier if you don't want to travel to London monthly. But apart from that, the, the basic idea is the same, that the mm-hmm. hot seat's the centre of it. All the things we articulated today are what are we try and, you know, maintain that culture and grow it. And mm-hmm. the only thing to add to that is that we are bringing in experts such as we had with yourself, Jason, to lead focus sessions on particular areas. But again, yeah. that's not going to be a masterclass teaching from the front. It's more a mm-hmm. question of, going business by business and and being very more of a deep dive. And and so even that is a slightly different take. Fantastic. Love it. And then I'm embarrassed to say that I don't have sales pages or landing pages for either of the two small group uh, masterminds that we run currently. And so, (laughs) so sorry, there's no no sales page. One is for, we call our CEO small group and it's all e-commerce CEOs or coaching clients in particular, but then people beyond that. And so you could hit us up on winningonshopify.com and hit our contact page if you'd like more information. And then the other group that we're actively building right now is for people who are using the replens sourcing model for Amazon selling. And so we're putting together a replens mastermind and if you'd like information or an application for that one you can again hit us up on winning on shopify.com on the contact form or facebook message me or you know reach out to me however you can get a hold of me facebook messenger is a a fine way and i'll give you information about those groups by the way i think it's great to not have a sales page i'm considering taking mine down for the moment because actually (laughs) quality not quantity is is what matters in a mastermind i mean you know, sometimes, you, you know, that, that you know, referrals and, and mentioning it on a podcast and stuff can be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, I think your your CEO small group sounds like it's grown very organically out of your coaching. And mm-hmm. I really trust things that organically grow. When you get to the point where you go, it's crazy not to do this, that's yeah. a good sign. So yeah. I think that that sounds really great. And your, I know your replens mastermind, I was just looking on that. Obviously, I popped in there to, to talk about cash uh, conversion cycles and cash mm-hmm. flow. Mm-hmm. And I could see from some of the comments that there's a big appetite for the mastermind model in yeah. there. So yeah. I think that's going to, again, because it comes from the ground roots up, I think that's really going to be a powerful thing because people are really up for it and they're not being sold into it. You just mentioned mm-hmm. it and they went, yes, I want that. Yeah, we did that's a poll and we asked them how we could serve them after the 30-day challenge, which we're running right now. And the top Two comments were more access to the videos for longer, which is not uncommon. And then Mastermind, which yeah. was the second best vo- vote, you know, in the poll. And uh, so, yeah, it was, it was cool to see people's enthusiasm for the idea. And so hopefully they've appreciated this conversation as well today. So Yeah, I hope so. I hope they're inspired to go and join you because I obviously... Yeah, I'm a passionate believer in this thing. It's quite a subtle yeah. art. It's, I, I hope I put across that you, you can't just join somebody who doesn't know anything about an industry or just kind of slaps it together it has to be somebody who cares about it and obviously you and kyle have got you know fantastic coaching background and and i think you're you know creating some lovely masterminds (laughs) well importantly though just to clarify the replens mastermind group is being led by kate chaddock and danny stock and kyle will be the third wingman in that leadership team so i'm just helping with some of the marketing and stuff which is why there's no landing page, <laughs> but, but they will be the subject matter experts to lead that group forward. And they, you know, 
are are legitimate, amazing Amazon sellers and replants. Yeah. So that's great. So you're going to have people who are going to be running it that are really industry experts. But yeah, yeah if, if you're helping with the marketing, I guess I'd better leave you to create that landing page. <laughs> Sorry, hold me accountable. No doubt. Well, we'll yeah. get there. Awesome, man. Well, wonderful conversation. Thanks again. And appreciate everyone listening uh, with us live in the moment. If you're watching this by replay, feel free to leave a comment underneath the video wherever you're watching it and we'll be sure to scour those sources for questions and try to answer and uh, so there you go excellent Um, and i've got to just say and i want this live on the podcast that somebody has just commented i'm inspired for the replans mastermind pick me pick me so you've (laughs) definitely got some people that want to join you and that's fantastic i think you should be inspired honestly if you have to just do one thing even before hiring a coach if i may dare say so i just think a mastermind is such an amazing thing if it's well run yeah that you, you cannot fail but to really benefit from it so i'm with napoleon hill on this one it, it, it really can be a life-changing thing if you get the right one absolutely right all right man with that said thanks everybody for listening if you've enjoyed the podcast be sure to give us a like or subscription or whatever can happen on the podcast listener player of your choice, Spotify or Apple or whatever it is. We would love your feedback. That's helpful for the show. And uh, with that, we'll end it here. That was the e-commerce leader podcast with Michael Vesey in London, England. And Jason Miles in Seattle, Washington. If you liked this content, don't forget to subscribe to the show on your podcast app. For free resources, including PDFs and videos on topics like traffic, products and sales channels, just go to www.theecommerceleader.com. No hyphens, just as it sounds. Thanks so much for listening.